and welcome to Life of the Party, the Delphos Saga. I'm Nyx, your DM. We are Nyx Rising. Are you ready to go? Uh, yes. Yeah. Cue that title sequence. We catch up with our party at the villa of Lord Krios, just outside of Erin, standing in the hallway, having heard a scream from one of the staff members as the lifeless body of Armager Castor Alandrus was thrown from the upper balcony. The three of you caught sight of a somewhat human looking, somewhat animal looking dark shape Climbing away from the balcony onto the roof. He brought Murr. Murder! Judas! No. <laughs> Who is this Judas? Having been trying to find Lord Krios's daughter Cassandra a suitable husband from a number of suitors, you had mostly landed on Castor as the most suitable. <laughs> Party, you are stood now at the bottom of the staircase, looking out at the windows to either side of it, where the staff stand screaming in the garden around the lifeless shape of the armager. I would like to run outside and see if I can spot the creature on the roof. Up the stairs to the balcony or straight out to the courtyard? Courtyard. Okay. You run out to the courtyard. You can see immediately lying before you, Castor's body. It looks like he has been ravaged by something animal. There's scratches torn across his chest, his armor ripped apart, blood across his face. You look up to the roof and you can see this shape moving quickly across the top of the tiles. Okay. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to cast Water Walk on myself. Okay. As I'm running towards him. And then cast Wall of Water run into the wall of water and shoot myself up to the top of it, which would take me to the roof. Huh. And then run along the... How high does that go? Uh... 20 feet. Yeah, 30 feet high. 30 feet long, 10 feet high and 1 foot thick. 10 foot high would get you up to the balcony. I guess it's... Or you can make a ringed one that's 20 feet high. I'll do that. Okay. 20 feet high will get you to the edge of the roof. Not really realistically, but... <laughs> Enough for me to jump. Yeah, okay, I'd say this wall of water erupts out from underneath you and your feet just keep gliding along the top of it. Mm -hmm. You're able to run and jump, make a deck save to grab onto the edge of the roof. Come on. Come on, lad. Oh, oh no! So that one! A natural one, Fuck. okay. You launch yourself towards the side of it, your hands slam down, and you find the tiles are loose from where this creature is running across. You slide off the edge of the roof. It was almost cool. Oh god! <laughs> it's not meant to happen. No. It was almost cool. Okay, so cast Are you doing anything as you fall, or are you just um, Yeah, actually, do you know what? I'll use control water to catch myself. <laughs> I'll redirect the flow from the wall of water underneath me and like steady myself. Okay. Oh god. You you run, you leap up, you slide off and the water explodes out of your wall of water and catches you. Lowers you back down to the ground. And then I'll just shoot it after him. 
roll attack. You dare not to me. Mm, okay. Um, it's, oh, it's a strength 13 save. Uh, okay. Yeah, makes it. Water okay. just flies past. You see it knock a few more of the tiles off as this dark shape just seems to go from four legs again onto two. Stood oh. up like a humanoid, disappears down the back of the roof. Mm. Can we get anyone after it? I don't know if that's possible right now. <laughs> Krios comes out into the courtyard, looking down at Castor's body. What happened? Some sort of creature. I think... I think it's the same thing we might have seen before. Mm-hmm. Everybody to your rooms! Wait, wait! Is there anyone who isn't here, first of all? There are plenty of people who weren't here. But just to keep a count of who isn't. And who is. Fine. It would make more sense for us to gather in the hall rather than separately. Try to get some information. He turns to his staff, he turns to Greta beside him, and instructs that everybody be collected from around the villa and returned to the Great Hall. Just as for you three to go inside. Mm. Before he gets everyone from their rooms, is there anyone in this crowd here who is notably not here from the party? The party had started to split up. There mm. were people all over the place. Okay. Can I have a list of names that I was in the room with in the, like, after... Who were in the retiring room? Yes. So, you entered the retiring room. With you were Alexis and his father. Well, that, that, that signs off his father is by... The only thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Titus's father, the, ch- the child, his father. Um, child. Cleo, Idaeus, the Viscount and his female servants. Yeah. Everyone else was absent. Including Krios? Uh, Cre- no, Krios was never retired. Krios we wouldn't murder his daughter's one viable candidate. Stay <laughs> <laughs> indeed, trust nobody. Yeah. So that list of people file out of the retiring room back into the Great Hall quite quickly. You see slowly from around the house Voltus, Stelios, and Theo, Anias, Tithe, Lorzis, Ursus, and Dietrich return to the Great Hall as well. Mm-hmm. And obviously the drow had already been sent away. Yeah. Krios then instructs his head butler that you saw him speak to earlier in the night to go and contact the city guard. Mm-hmm. Everyone crowds into the great hall. They pull seats out and sit down again. Some people confused as to what's happening. Krios comes to the front. The armager has been murdered. There's silence over the room for a second. Hushed whispers between people. You feel the tension in the air rise immediately. First of all, we're going to need to know where everybody was in the last half hour. 
if anybody's seen anything. You three were with me. If you would help me collect statements. Of course. Sure. As for everything else, everybody else, sit tight in here. The city guard have been called. And I'm sure they will pursue a full investigation once they get here. Yeah. We'll do what we can. Thank you. You see, then goes over to Cassandra, who's now stood with her cousin sort of to one side of the room in in shock. What would you like to do? So, should we just start going through everyone, just questioning people? I'll point out the people that were in the room with me, mm-hmm. in the retired room, just like those were all with me at the at the time it happened, so... So they have alibis? They have alibis. Doesn't mean they didn't have people working for them. Of course. We all agree that Castor was the most viable option, right? Yeah. Yeah. None of the rest of these people... No. Shit. ...are suitable and we're not just gonna... No, no, what I I was insinuating was that... Someone did it because they were jealous? Maybe. Or other personal reasons? Yeah. Or... I mean, don't you think, I'm not saying it was the same thing that we saw before, but if it was the same thing that we saw during the school. It looks similar. I saw a footprint, I saw a footprint outside of the Temple of Pelor here. What kind of footprint? That kind of footprint. Like, creature? Okay, so, hear me out. If it's a bestial creature, it might not have anything to do with any of these people. Mm. It could just be random attacks that wrong place, wrong time, you know? We should really look up on the roof. Yeah, let's see if we can get up there better than I did. <laughs> I kind of want to have a look at the body properly as well. Yeah. Let's interview people as well. We got a lot yeah. to do. Yeah. So one do each or? Yeah, maybe. <sighs> Who wants to do what? I've dealt with bodies before and injuries like that, I can deal with that. Mm. It was more, I wanted to have a look at the anatomy of it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, with what I've been studying recently. Mm. I mean, sure, if you want to do it. I don't mind. I feel like you're light-footed enough to get to the roof. Okay. (laughs) And Pandora, you have to talk to people? Sure. Okay. Pandora, you move around the room, asking everybody their whereabouts. You learn that Voltus claims he was winding down with one of the servant girls. He's able to point her out, and very sheepishly she's able to give his alibi. Two of the staff members are able to corroborate Tithe's alibi. He was in the kitchen getting more food. He was in there talking with the staff whilst they cleaned up. Lorzies, the dragonborn, claims to have been reading in the library. 
He said that Ursus was in there with him for a while, but then left. Onias, Dietrich, and Stelios all explained that they were in their rooms. Again, alone. They say alone. <laughs> <laughs> Dietrich and Onias, eh? And sorry, like check them. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, who's the third person? Stelios. Stelios. Um, and Theo, the poet, says that he was with Cassandra by the pool in the garden. Is there anyone you would like to question further? I would like to be sort of studying body language and facial expressions as we're going through this, seeing as we have done a class in exactly this. <laughs> sure. To sort of see if anyone looks like they're twitchy or uncomfortable or looks like they're pulling it out of their ass. Make an insight check and your proficiency. That's 27. 27, okay, I'll just give it to you for the group then. Um, it's written all over Stelios's incredibly bad at lying expression that he wasn't by himself. However, you're, from what you've learned over the evening, you were able to put together that perhaps he was with Hera, Cassandra's cousin. And Theo seems genuine that he was by the pool with Cassandra, although he seems quite upset. Onias and Dietrich. They were definitely in a room. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're doing quite well to like give this excuse that they were both in their own rooms alone. Um, Ursus also tells you that after he left the library, he went back to his room. You don't get any impression that he's lying about that. The others were in the retiring rooms. Um, you know, like from the people who have alibis, you're really confident you can just cross them off your list. Where's the kid? <laughs> Titus' Titus's father lets you know that Titus is asleep upstairs. Didn't want to rouse him for the sake of a murder, he is 12. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna study Titus's face. <laughs> he seems quite dismissive, although there's definitely something worried in his expression. Sorry, is Titus the father or is Titus... Titus's Titus Titus father, yeah. Titus's father, right. Yeah. I'm making up all of this. Mm-hmm. Maze, you're trying to climb to the roof? Yep. Okay, make a athletics or acrobatics check. Uh, 23. Yeah, you head on up to the balcony and from there you're able to like scoot along to a window ledge, quickly climb up a shutter and up onto the roof. You notice immediately a number of digital, digital tiles up mm-hmm. here. Um, make an investigation check for more. Eleven. Eleven. You can vaguely track the route that the person or creature crossed mm-hmm. the roof based on where there's some slightly dirty foot marks, like mm-hmm. footprint marks. There's some loose tiles, but you don't find much else up here. Am I able to determine where Castor was attacked? Absolutely, on the balcony. On the balcony, um, so it sort of came off the roof and so threw him from there. You, yeah, walking around up there, you're able to get the impression that it was perhaps perched just over the balcony mm-hmm. um, at some point where there's sort of like more marks of someone being present. Mm-hmm. 
and then you can see blood across the, the balustrade of the balcony, across mm-hmm. the tiles there. Um, what was he doing on the balcony? Hmm. What was he doing on the balcony? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, is there anything like around the balcony or? There's, there's no more really that you'd find okay. up there to suggest why Castor might have been there but, in the first place. Okay. And then the like, the sort of prints that I can find, are they bestial like Icarus described that he saw near the temple, or are they more sort of humanoid? You see the first, you see a mixture, mm. essentially, of slightly more like paw prints and slightly more like hands where someone's been swapped down. Mm. Don't like that. I don't care for that shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, if I can't find anything else, I'll just okay. scoot back down. Hmm. Icarus. I will investigate the body. You go out to the body and Krios's butler is out there waiting with it, has it covered with a sheet so that people aren't just staring at it. He nods to you and allows you to examine it. I'll take the sheet off and start examining the um, wounds on the body and see if he's got anything on him in particular. Okay, make a medicine check. 14. 14. You note that quite a few of the wounds, there's one across his face, his chest, and his thigh, are all claw marks. Mm-hmm. But in his gut, there is a knife wound. Huh. So does this come across more as a, like, I hate the phrase, but crime of passion? Like, there's anger behind this rather than just a random. Perhaps not anger. Okay. It looks like the knife wound is what killed him. <laughs> you get the impression from where the claw marks are that perhaps at least some of the claw strikes were first and then he was turned around and stabbed in the gut. Okay. Is the knife there? There's no knife there, no. Okay. Um. Definitely comes across premeditated. It, you would get the impression that this isn't, this wasn't a random. sort of random attack with Caster being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Does he have anything on his person, like in his pockets? Make a this check. Oh my god, I'm rolling so bad today. Investigation 10. You find a small amount of money on his person, just a like a handful of gold coins, some silver that he'd be carrying with him at the time, um, a medal from the city, oh. and you also find a note. Okay. The note says, Balcony, 10 p.m. Oh, dear. Do I recognize the writing? You don't. Do you recognise this writing? To the butler. I'm afraid not. Okay. When did he get back? Maybe 15 minutes earlier from the front gate. Mm. What time is it now? Now it's probably about half ten. Half ten, okay. Say the 
you would be able to find out that the murder happened exactly like 10, 14. 10, 14 ish. Okay. Is there a, what's the, sounds really weird. Is there a full moon tonight, perchance? Uh, there is not, no. Okay. The moon's actually almost completely empty. It's right at the end of the month. So it's almost completely gone. Good to be aware of. Good to be aware of. Good to be aware of. Aware? Huh? <laughs> it's like you're on the dark side. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll reconvene, like okay. cover him back up respectfully, close his eyes, give him his last rites, with my holy symbol on his chest, say a few words and then head back in. Okay. We head back into the hall of the three of you want to like convene in the hallway in the corridor. Hallway? Yeah, yeah. hallway. You deserve private times. Yeah. So, anything useful? Everyone's alibis seem mostly watertight. The only person who looked kind of concerned as I was talking to him was Titus, his father. I mean, he was in, he was in the retiring room with you, I know, but yeah. he looked a little flustered, I suppose. And where's Titus? Titus is asleep. Okay. That tracks. I found a note on Castor's body. Oh. oh. I said balcony at 10 p.m. Huh. So he maybe knew he who he was going to meet? Potentially. Because would he not have been more wary if he didn't know who he was meeting? Or he thought he was going to meet someone. Maybe. How about you? Um, there's a kind of mix of prints up on the roof. There's, there's kind of animal prints like you described seeing before, mm. but there's also more like hand prints, like a kind of bestial humanoid, bestial humanoid creature of some description. And there's obvious spots where it was sort of lying in wait. But not much else. Can I see the note? Yeah. I'll give you the note. She looks at it for a bit and considers. Do you think maybe Krios, when all these invitations were sent out, like whether he received any correspondence back to RSVP? Just check the handwriting. Yeah. It's worth asking him. He said he only got very few, maybe three or like four or five, but it's worth asking, definitely. Yeah. It's a really good idea. I mean, short of getting everyone to write on a bit of paper. Mm-hmm. So we know we've seen a creature like similar to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Laura guy told me something is going to happen in the city. He doesn't know what it is, but he wanted me not around. What does that mean? I don't know. Something's going to happen. It was related to the student that we saw come. Well, we didn't see because they're invisible, but the ones that came into the infirmary when we came back from our exam. You think the creature attacked the student? Potentially. Larkai certainly thinks something big's going on. Mm. Hmm. I don't want to dismiss, dismiss everyone at this event, but part of me believes this is an outside force coming in. No, I agree with you. But it was premeditated. And he was going to be here. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like he's. If, if it was the creature that attacked the student, does not doesn't that seem a bit random? 
Well, like, what, uh, what did the student and an armager have in connection? That's something we should probably try and find out. We need to even, we don't even know which student it was. Exactly. No. It's just a theory anyway, it's no, not... No, 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 it's like, valid. The three of you here shouting, break out in the Great Hall. Okay, let's go do that. <laughs> you head in and you see several people pointing fingers accusatorily at each other. <clears throat> Ivan Leonido is accusing Ursus, the shifter. Mm-hmm. They seem to have, perhaps from rumour from the staff, discovered the extent of what happened. Um, several people seem to be on Ivan's side. Having heard that nobody here really knew who Ursus was when he came down here from Marlborough, several people were saying, well, if it's an animal attack, <laughs> I'm, surely it's I'm, you. I'm gonna shoot Gust of Wind straight into the sky, like against the ceiling to sort of make <laughs> a loud noise and like disturbance to shut them all up. It shakes the chandelier <laughs> and they all like look around at you. Helping no one. I'm just saying it's probably worth considering. I don't think he did it. Me neither. Doc said three of you and squints. Have you tried? Know, you still got your disguise on, haven't you? Yeah. Okay. Have you she's... tried talking to the guy? Uh, so he's still at the other wall, just like <clears throat> talking. <laughs> it's a funny word for it. I'm telling you, I was in my room by yourself. Do I believe answers? Make a message. Twenty-three. You aren't really sure what to make of him, considering his eyes look quite glazed. He looks quite distant. Not necessarily completely with the conversation. Okay. As a note, Maze, he's no longer trembling. I think we should just have some discussions in private rather than in public where people can just shout. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make eye contact with Alexis's dad. I would stares back at you, unflinching. <clears throat> to which point, Falters, who's now leaning against the wall, at the other end of the room, says, besides if we just get to point fingers, why don't we point fingers at Tyrannius? You brought your youngest son. Everybody knows that your oldest son is afflicted with something. How do we know your youngest isn't as well? <laughs> Tyrannius sort of looks over sharply and it's like, whatever might afflict my family is none of your concern. It has nothing to do with this. And once again, I will put forward that pointing fingers is doing nothing to help. Thank you for your input. Sit down. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> Not 20, so 26. Acherus, <laughs> <laughs> your voice booms through the room and you see all of these grown men just sort of like shuffle and look slightly ashamed of themselves. A few of them do return to sitting down in their seats. Krios comes over and says, if you want to make use of the retiring room to question anyone, please be my guest. Thank you. We'll take people in one at a time. Okay. You collect us. Okay. He follows you in. 
upstairs, the retiring room, there's like several sort of lounge seats and a fireplace throwing warm flickering light over the murals on the wall. He doesn't sit, stands in front of the fire, sort of pacing slightly. You okay? You were kind of nervous earlier. I'm fine. Yeah? Yeah. Do you know what's going on right now? One of the suitors was killed. You told me that you were in the library for a while, but then you went to your room. I did. It's just a bit unfortunate that no one can verify that. Well, not everybody's here with an entourage, are they? No. Why exactly are you here? No one seems to know very much about you. Why is anybody here? To win the hand of Cassandra Krios. To what end? Really, just to start a union between Marlborough and Aaron. We have a bloody history, as I'm sure you know. Sir. These accusations are not going to make it any easier. We're not accusing anybody. We're trying to get to the bottom of this. This is just a questioning. Does he have a smell around him? Make a perception check. Perception. Uh, perception 13. Uh, yeah, you, you can smell a slightly vinegary scent around him. Make a nature check to try and guess what that is. Uh, five. There's definitely a scent, but you have no idea of what that is. So what, you just went up to your room to relax after everything? Like I said, you were, you seemed really uptight earlier. I was just winding down for the evening. It's late. Things weren't particularly going in my favour. I wasn't going to hang around. That's fair. Like I said, we're not here to accuse you. We're just trying to get information. We'll be doing this with everybody. But... Is there any way you can cooperate what you were doing in your room? That you went there? I don't think anybody saw me. I was simply in my room. I don't know what else I can possibly tell you. I don't think we're gonna get any anything different here. No. <sighs> Look, I'm tired and I want to go and rest. I know. Unless anyone else has any questions for him, I think we should let him go. Yeah, Agreed. just let him go. I don't think you can go back to your room, though. You're going to have to go back to the hall. It's fine. It's fine. We'll lead him back to the hall, then. Okay. Who do you want us to do next? Everyone's got an alibi! I'm so mad! Stelios, <laughs> why not? So they'll follows you into the retiring room. Before they get back, Pandora says to me, why are we doing this? Like, we're not detectives. 
I... <laughs> I guess we're just trying to figure out information to... Help! I guess. It just seems like the right thing to do. I know, it's just like... It... We're not qualified for this! Well... No, Pandora, but... I mean, the guards will pro probably just ask everyone the same questions anyways. Probably, but it's... It's worth keeping some kind of order and just mm. passing on what we are able to learn so that it makes things easier. Mm. You okay? Yeah, sorry, long night. She is exhausted from all the performing <laughs> she's had to do. Bless her. Maeve gives her a little hug. Yeah, she hugs Maeve back. It's okay. Okay, let's carry on. Yeah. You did, Stelioson. He takes a seat in one of the chairs. Kind of a bad business, isn't it? All of this. It is indeed. You can imagine why we want to try and just question everybody. Sure. So where were you? I'll be completely honest with you. I was with Cassandra's cousin. Yeah, we figured. Can she corroborate that? She can. Okay. He looks at the three of you, just like, wait. These three know each other, don't they? <laughs> the three of you... Aren't strangers tonight, are you? Don't suppose that's important anymore. The man's died. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I understand. I don't want to get in the way of your investigation. That's what this is. Thank you. Yeah. You didn't happen to, um hear anything strange from where you were. Just thinking he... It's very obvious from what I saw on the roof that he was killed on the balcony and thrown down. Mm -hmm. So, people on that floor, perhaps, strange noises, thuds, skittering on the I'll roof. I'll tell you what I did hear. I did hear something on the roof. We, we went up to Cassandra's room, um, and we thought it sounded like, I don't know, I think Hera said, large birds on the roof or something moving around. Large birds. Huh. This was about a half nine. You know, it was just, just noises, just something moving up there. What, but like scrabbling noises or like bird squawking noises? No, no, like scrabbling noises. Huh. Okay. Um, and we laughed about it. I said, I don't think we have any big birds like that around here. No sound of conversation or anything. Uh, they were not pretty from, far away. I mean, Cassandra's room's quite far from the balcony. No, no, just... I didn't hear any screaming. You know, perhaps if we asked someone whose room was closer, they might have heard something. You move through the suitors one by one, questioning them the same. Uh, with you here, Icarus, when you question Anais and Dietrich, you're able to get the true answer about where they were, and they ask that you don't share that with Cassandra's father. I promise. <laughs> you do learn from, eventually from Tithe the Goblin, that the note he saw, like left on a side table for one of the staff members who took it to Castor. He saw them as he was heading to the kitchens. Oh. Um, Can he point out that member of staff? He points out the member of staff and you're able to speak to them too. Mm -hmm. And find out that 
as far as they were concerned, the note was left by Cassandra. Huh. Time to interview Cassandra. Mm-hmm. Cassandra is adamant that she didn't write it. So someone just covering their tracks. Do we believe her? Make an insight check. Eleven. That's annoying because I've been with her all night. I'd know her better than that. Um, she she sits there in the armchair across from you, and is honest and genuine. She says, "I didn't leave a note. I, d- I didn't leave a note for Castor. I was with him, Theo, at the pool out back. <sighs> I did want to speak to Castor later, but I didn't get a chance to find him or leave him a note." Where can we, can we see the note? Yeah. She looks at it. And she looks confused a little. That looks a lot like my handwriting. Here. And she'll scribble out another note and hold the two for you. Like she copies the text exactly. Is there any part of the night that you don't remember? Not at all. So they look nearly identical. Nearly. Nearly identical. I would say, Maze, you would be able to determine, looking at them closely enough, mm-hmm. that like the curls of some of the letters aren't quite the same. Mm-hmm. There's like hesitations on some of the lines. Mm-hmm. The second one you're looking at is a forgery. Mm. Yeah, this is, this is a forgery, but it would mean that someone has access to or knows your handwriting well enough to be able to copy it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uncomfortable. Do you have any idea who would benefit from you not marrying? I know it sounds trivial at this moment, but... I don't know, I hate to think that this could be about me. Of course, but anything's a possibility at this point. I don't think so. I think it's more a case of his position. Mm. Than anything else. If they wanted to stop me marrying, there's a whole room full of people for me to marry. I know. This is just so stressful. Adora gives us all a half-hearted pat on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 well, whoever it was knew that if Castor was under the impression that it was Cassandra who was leading him up there. There you go. So it's not necessarily that they were watching Cassandra, they were wanting a way to get to Castor. Mm-hmm. I just find it odd that no one heard any noise of a struggle or... Mm. It was quick. Screaming. How quick? He got slashed um, in the face and arm and then spun round and stabbed. Stabbed. Mm-hmm. Can I go? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> She's gonna excuse herself quickly from the room. Stabbed. Stabbed. You said it, but like the thing had bestial feet and human-like hands, right? Yeah, but it. From what I gathered from the body, it looked like the knife is the thing that finished him off. Huh. So it was a quick maneuver. If you say it came down from the roof, he slashed at him. You sure that he? Was he was slashed first and then he was turned around? I'm pretty sure. That's what it seemed like. That's what it seems so like. So something came from behind him. 
Well, it seems like... So if they grabbed him from behind, they would have been scratched. To but, s- but why turn him around to stab him in the stomach? Better, why not stab him in the back? Personal? Better entry to the organs. Yeah. I don't like that you know that. <laughs> it's kind of my job. <laughs> but from where so, I... But what, did they want him to see them? Maybe. It could have been a message. Maybe not even for Castor. Maybe. Just why turn him around? Why not stab him in the back? Maybe we should talk to Krios. He's the only one we haven't really spoken to yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're able to find Krios who has excused himself from the main hall to sit in his office. Hand on his face. Please, come in. Thanks. Quite the eventful night. I'm sorry that it ended this way. Yeah. The guard should be here in a minute. I can relieve you three of having to do this. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's yeah. part of what we do. We'll tell them what we found out so far. How close were you to Castor? Not massively. Now, did you speak often or was he invited just for this? We didn't speak that frequently, but we'd met at a few events. Run in the same circles as such. Do you know if he had any enemies? I imagine in his position he's gained a few, but any jump to mind? Not that I know of any specific enemies. I mean, the Armager of Eren is surely going to have enemies of anyone who's an enemy of Eren. Mm-hmm. But it was... Clearly somebody knew he was here tonight, at my event. Um, was able to forge your daughter's handwriting as well. Great. So, I don't know if you're aware of anyone who would have access to samples of her handwriting, or would be close enough to be able to copy her handwriting? Of all of her hobbies, She writes a lot of letters. They come in and out of this house via staff. I don't know where they end up. Right. Gonna lean into Pandora and just whisper on Theo. Maybe. Uh, thank you. Look, the three of you, I'm gonna send everybody back to their rooms and ask them to wait there for the guard. It'd probably be best if you did the same. Mm. Sure. I'm sorry that this happened in your home. You know, shouldn't be sorry for me. This is about the loss of life. Of course. You dismissed. Go to our room. Yeah. Okay. You settle yourselves down in this, like, wide, beautifully decorated room with the three really soft beds sit there. From where you are, you hear the city guard arrive. You've got a window open, you can hear them arriving in their carriages, being called inside. Moving around the house, you hear knocking on various doors down the hallway as different guards come in. And one comes into you at one point and asks you what you know. And the same questions they've been asking everyone, where were you? We relate everything we've learned, including notes and... 
and I assume explaining that you were here doing yeah. something for Delphos. Yeah. Um, they take down everything you tell them and say they'll be in touch if they have any further questions, but as far as they're concerned, Krios has given his word that you three were fairly off the radar. Sick. And then they leave you to it. Once they're gone, Pandora's gonna take the necklace off and put it <laughs> on me and go straight to sleep. <laughs> Pandora climbs into her bed, curls up under the covers. She was an introvert doing a lot of extroverted things for hours. She did her best, she baby. She did so well. Mm-hmm. She did her best. Okay, and you two also went to sleep. Yeah. You can stay up for a little bit. Just kind of bumble around some stuff and then go to sleep. Okay. The three of you lay down. You find yourselves drifting off quite quickly with the exhaustion from the evening on these comfortable beds, more comfortable than you're used to. How are you? Pandora. <gasps> oh god, okay, hi. Through the night, you are plagued by dreams. In your sleep, you see yourself surrounded by fire in the heart of a mountain. You stand at the edge of the mountainside and see slabs of black rock stretched out before you like stepping stones through a lake of molten lava bubbling and spitting violently all around you. In the centre of the volcano, you can see a shard of black stone sticking up like a triumphant altar, beckoning you forwards. Behind you, you hear chants. They seem to call your name, although it's not your name as you recognise it, something distant, something you've not heard before. The voices implore you to step out onto the first of the stones, floating in the heart of the volcano. Your feet move as though will beyond your control, sending you jumping onto the first platform. You feel it sink under your weight, almost under the surface of the lava. The lake of fire around you hisses and taunts you, daring you to drown in its heat. Your heart is hammering in your chest. Your eyes focus on the rock altar before you, and suddenly a figure starts to form there, standing in front of it, hand outstretched towards you, your mother. Pandora, she calls to you, the lake of fire reflected in her black eyes. Mom. Take my hand. Mom. You wake up. <laughs> Look over to the others, make sure that they're still asleep. It's early. It's not even light out yet. She's going to cost ending. Okay. Dad, it's Dora. It's so early. Sorry to wake you. I just had to say, I love you. More than anything. Dora, honey, I love you too. I don't know what's going on, but I'm always here, no matter the problem. Stay strong. The words ring back into your head, bring you a sense of calm, comfort, easing the panic that was hammering in your chest. 
try and go back to sleep. You do manage to slip off for a few more hours. And the three of you wake with the light pouring in through the window. Morning. I think I slept in. What time is it? You deserve a light every once in a while, Chris. Especially after a night like that. I don't want to get out of this bed. Oh, it doesn't browse. <laughs> Do you think they notice if we took the beds? Yes, of course. I think they would notice if we took the beds. Oh, none of you are real sneaky. Even I can't stealth a bed. You don't know that until you try. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Come on, get up. <laughs> get ready for the day. After a short while, whether you're out of bed or not, there is a knock on the door. Uh, morning. Morning, it's Greta. You're wanted in the reception room. Thank you, we'll be there immediately. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My blanket over. <laughs> Sunspot. Uh, we gotta go. No. <laughs> we gotta go. Can we take the mattress? <laughs> right? Maze won't let me. <laughs> Maze, you're mean. Maze, you're mean. Yes, come on. Okay, she'll get up. You make your way down the stairs. You notice that none of the other bedroom doors are open yet. It's still fairly early in the morning. Greta leads you down to the reception room and just gestures to the door, lets you in by yourselves. Waiting for you in there is Domina Octavia Petri. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Domina. Good morning. Good morning. Please take a seat. As soon as you take a seat, she stands. <laughs> power move. <laughs> Such a power move. Power word stand. Yeah. I have been sent word of what happened last night. And I've come here this morning to relieve you of your duties following last night's events. We can tell you everything we found out. We interviewed people and inspected everywhere. I understand, as I understand it, you've passed that information already to the city guard, mm -hmm. which is good. Well done, the three of you. These are... Hmm, her expression gets serious. Incredibly unfortunate and unpredictable circumstances. I am afraid we cannot permit you to continue with this portion of your exam because of them. What? Understandable. You will not be expected to finish this task. What does that mean, though, for our, our grades? I mean, we had him singled out as the one we would have chosen. This does not count as a failure as such against your grades, but it does not mean an automatic pass. For the time being, it will be taken into consideration in your final grades, but there is a lot more pressure on your final task and your written exams in order to pass. Okay. Understandable. Fortunately, it's part of the Delphos guidelines that should any loss of life occur during the exam task, students are unable to be given a pass. I understand that you'll respectfully accept that. Of course. Mm -hmm. 
I hear that the three of you were doing well. I'm sorry this has happened. It's not us that need, need to have apologies to. <sighs> like you said, unfortunate circumstances. I know the three of you are good at what you do. I have faith in you that you'll do well on your third task, and this won't matter overall. Just gotta ace it. Exactly. We will. Mm. Squeeze Dora's hand a little bit. I have brought a carriage up. I can take the three of you back to the school if you gather your things. Sure, yeah, of course. We'll meet you up front. She leaves you to it. Gotta get our stuff, I suppose. Yeah. Quite somberly. Yep. Give Dora a big hug. Yeah. She'll hug him back. You gather your belongings and you join Octavia out front where she's brought a carriage. She sits in it with you. Quietly, somberly on the way back. And the four of you travel back into Aaron, back to Delphos. What is everyone doing once they return to the school? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit de-stressing, a little bit of painting, gardening, and then revision. Yeah. Go for a job and get all of my excess energy out, and then revision. <laughs> Lots of it. Yeah. yeah, Chris, I would say when you jog past the shop that you went to previously, mm -hmm. they are open. Oh. You stick your head in and they do have what you need. Thank you. They give you a look, raise an eyebrow, and hand you your bill to take back to the school. Can you just send this for me? I, um, that's what you do, right? I suppose. <laughs> Thank you. You're the best at what you do. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'll take my item and leave. And slutty. Mays, later that same afternoon, mm -hmm. you received word that the hide that you left at the Enchanters, they, they've called for you to come whenever you're ready. I will scuffle myself over there. Okay. You make your way back to Murray's Armour Outfitters, <laughs> at the sort of edge of the shopping district in Erin. Mm -hmm. You come on in and you see Murray the Hobbling behind the counter. Ah! Hey. Good to see you, good to see you. You too. We have plans for your item. Okay, I'd, I'd love to hear them. The two of us have been studying this incredible material that you provided us with. Right. And it does have its own unique property. Okay. It seems that whilst in contact with this hide in any fashion, mm -hmm. it imbues what you're holding with a sort of arcane essence and we think we could fashion it into something that would imbue any weapon that you are holding with this same arcane power. Maze is like over the moon but like trying to keep it in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just Yeah, I 
that's incredible. The most incredible thing about it is that the, the property belongs to the hive itself. It's not an enchantment that we'd have to put on it. Although there are other enchantments we could put on it, but you did mention your budget and we don't want to blow your budget, break the bank. Yeah, I think I'll just go with the, the freebie. So we were considering, you told us about what you do, mm -hmm. and our thoughts were either a pair of gloves, or a pair of braces, or perhaps a hood. Um, I think I'd like to go with uh, bracers. Okay. Yeah, I just, that, yeah, be a cool, cool thing to add to my look. Well, <laughs> and quickly the halfling scuttles around the shop and starts opening drawers and like taking out several different braces <laughs> and several different designs and like laying them out inside. You can see that they are like invigorated oh! by like, this. Braces in several different designs with like different flourishes on them and stuff and mm -hmm. ask you to choose between them for what you would like them to Oh my ask. god! <laughs> um, oh god. Oh, what do I want? Okay, um, just like a pair of hide braces, mm -hmm. but with like embossing down the side to look like ink spills. Ooh! <laughs> Murray is absolutely delighted <laughs> and quickly gets out some pieces of paper and like drawing implements and sketches out different designs for you to choose from until you're settled on one between you. Now obviously the cast of en enchantment would be relieved from this item considering the, the hide already comes with its own energy, but it's still a custom item. Mm -hmm. um, we're looking at pricing this around 200 gold. Perfect. Done. Absolute deal. Fantastic. We would of course also be able to imbue the braces with a boost in magical defense if you wanted. That would be a sort of additional 2,500 gold. No, sorry. <laughs> I don't have that kind of budget. That's understandable. Understand we can always do it at a later date. So, okay. leave this with us for another couple of days and we'll send word when it's done. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And Thank you for giving us the chance to work with this incredible material. Thank you for working with it. I will tell all of my Delphos friends. <laughs> Come to Maurice. Yeah, very, very nice. No worries. It starts gathering stuff up again and waves you as you go. And you see hurriedly going behind the counter, oh. pulling out the, the like hide that you took off the saber tooth and getting to work. It's so cool! <laughs> <laughs> ah! I'm gonna be magic! <laughs> <laughs> Magic maze! Magic maze! Magic maze! For one night only. Okay. The rest of your day passes fairly uneventfully, unless anyone wanted to do anything in particular. And Laura was gonna write down the dreams she's been having. Okay. Maybe go to the library, do a little bit of reading, not particularly expecting to find much, like looking through some divination books and that sort of stuff. Okay. Just make a intelligence check on what you might find. A nine. Nine. The most you're able to turn up on your search is just locations of volcanoes in Caldera. You know that all of them are centered around the Smoking Hills, about 150 to 200 miles sort of south of Erin. Um, which you look at and go, well, I well, knew that. Well, 
<laughs> you're frustrated to find no other text in your search that gives you any more information. Yeah. Then she will just revise for her upcoming alchemy exam. Okay. Just the day passes. Into the evening, the three of you heads down, revising hard. A little glum with this hanging over you now that you haven't passed or failed your second task. And knowing that the work ahead of you is going to be quite heavy. You sleep when you want to sleep after revising. The next morning, there is a knock at each of your dormitory doors. All of you are told by the housemaster who is overlooking your dormitories that there is a visitor for you waiting at the front desk. As we will convene and head out. You head back down across the courtyard to the main building where you see waiting at the front desk a pale-skinned elf with blue eyes and long grey hair to his shoulders. Morning. Hi! There you three are. Do we know who this is? Uh, you do not recognize them though. Okay. Hi, how are you? Morning. Good, good. Can I speak to you somewhere private? Is there somewhere private we can talk? Sure. sure. Sorry, I, who are you? I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Lead them to like yeah. a common room that's empty. What yeah. time in the morning is it? Uh, about nine. Uh, <clears throat> you lead to a common room that's empty. Um, you check inside, make sure there's no one in there. And the elf walks in, closes the door, makes sure it's shut, and then drops the disguise, and you're looking at Ryan. <gasps> oh, hi! Hi! That door's gonna run and hug him. Oh, hi! <laughs> hi! He'll wrap his arms around you and, and hug you back tight. Sorry about that, I was just, um... It's okay. <laughs> you know, I don't like drawing too much attention, I didn't want to just walk right. into the school. Yeah, sure. That, yeah, sure. We've had a lot going on, like that threw yeah. us, I think, for a loop. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's I would have told you I was coming, but I just wanted to come straight away. I just heard back from the Brotherhood. Oh? Oh. Um, yeah, I've, I've had word from them. I didn't tell them any of the details, but they are willing to meet. Okay. When they're next in Aaron. Okay. Okay, that's... When will that be? Um, they said they were coming on the 11th of the month, I think. How many days is that from now? Uh, it's now the 30th. Is it the 30th or is it? I think it's it might the, be the first. It's the first. It's the first. So, yeah. It sounds tomorrow. It's the first of the month today. Um, <clears throat> that's not the only thing I came about. Um, oh. I was thinking of what you told me about the Griffin Rider mm-hmm. and the the bandits you said trying to capture the Griffin. Yeah. Yeah, the exotic, exotic animals, yeah. Obviously, those people, those people killed one of the members of the Brotherhood, and I don't want you to walk into this scenario meeting with them, to them, for them to put up their defenses straight away. I think it would be better if you had a solid case for getting them on your side before you try and question them about this contract, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I just. It's just been going through my head for the last few days. What do I need to do? Well, those smugglers who tried to trap the Griffin, I've heard a few rumors that they might be operating out of Aaron. Okay. There's been word of an exotic creature, some sort of monster escaped from somewhere in the city. What kind of monster? I can't 
I can't tell you much. I've just heard a few things going around. Apparently it's been seen around the Agora in the center of the city. I was just thinking if you can find out who the creature smugglers are, mm -hmm. perhaps provide some more information to the Brotherhood about who killed their man, then they'd be on your side straight away. We can do that. Is this the type of thing where they'd want us to just get information so that they can, I guess, wipe out their enemy themselves? Not necessarily. So if we accidentally get in a fight? Yeah, I'm not telling you to pull your blows here. Okay. I told you before that the Brotherhood are on the side of justice, <laughs> and as long as justice is done, it doesn't matter who serves it. Good to know. Appreciate it. Just, I just think that as a show of good faith, if you can give them something before you ask for something, they're more likely to open up to you, get a foothold with them. And I caught wind of this creature running around and I thought, I bring this to you straight away. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> you feeling okay, first? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Thank you for this information, it's very helpful. It's okay. Appreciate it. Try to do what I can. Good to see you. <laughs> so, where exactly should we start with this then? In the Agora? I would say ask around in the Agora. Ask, seem found, seem to seen the creature, mm -hmm. where it might have come from. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the best I can do. It's, I picked up the trail and I thought I'd come tell you straight away. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're a good friend, Orion. Thanks. If you need any help, I don't mind hanging around. You're not busy? Mm. <laughs> When's your exam? Tomorrow. So we technically got today. Oh, she want to cram. <laughs> she wants to. She wants to help you so bad, mm -hmm. but it's also like. Mm. <laughs> well, why don't she come with and see how long it, it takes us, and if you need to head out quick, quick. Yeah, like, I probably can't stay all day. No, I'm not gonna make you do this. <laughs> I, I wanna help you though. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's 15 minutes from here. We could be down in half an hour, who knows. Okay. Exactly. We should probably take a break anyway. Yeah, exactly. I'll clear your head. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you're clearly very intelligent. I'm sure you're gonna do great. <laughs> you are! She will. She is, and she will. Let's go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> see him, like, move his hand through the air and then just got his claws back up again. <laughs> I'm just laughing at Pandora like, ugh, I'd rather be anxious about exams than being complimented. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Same though. <laughs> okay, are the four of you ready to go straight to the Agora? Star wipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just collect stuff from the... Yeah, you can collect your stuff, you have your stuff. your stuff with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What a change! <laughs> wow, having our belongings with us! The Agora itself is right in the centre of Erin, only 15 minutes walk from Delphos. It's at the heart of the city, a wide open square accentuated with statues of Erin's early imperators, some of its war heroes, an open stage for speaking. Today is market day, and dozens of brightly coloured awnings stretch out before you from endless market stalls. Everything from fabrics to food, clothing, animals for sale, weapons, speakers on podiums debating with their audiences. 
There's musicians on the corners of winding paths made by the stools, singing to passers-bys, members of the upper class parading around with their pets. People from every walk of life mix here in the Agora, and the atmosphere is alive and buzzing with chatter and music, the smell of food and a million other assaults on your senses. You look out and there's just this ocean of stalls before you. You see it right like, where do you want to start? I don't know. No, okay. Let's think about this methodically. Mm -hmm. um, when was this creature last spotted here? Yesterday. Yesterday. Mm -hmm. The market wasn't on yesterday, so who, what stalls were here? Like some of the permanent shops, maybe? Yeah. Like yeah. Bars and the restaurants? Sure. There's like a few buildings around the outside of the square that do have ta taverns and stuff in them. Then we'll start there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. You go over to a tavern called the Bent Feather. Uh, it's run by an Aracocra. Aracocra. Looks like a, like a falcon. Ah, nice. Sandy coloured feathers. <laughs> What can I do for you? Um, um, hoping for some information if you have it. Um, we understand there's been sightings of some sort of creature in the area. You're right. Is there anything you can tell us about that? Well, it was blue. Blue? Mm -hmm. I heard it was blue, didn't see it myself. I heard it was blue, about eight foot long. Who saw it? Oh, one of the people who came into my tavern last night. Do you know who that was? The person? Yeah. Well, are they a regular? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a half orc man. Um, basket weaver. He might have a stall outside. Okay. okay. We can check with him. That's good to uh, know. Is there anything else that you've heard or preferably seen for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no. No? Okay. Well, we appreciate the information. Thank you. Good luck. Thank Thanks. You. It was kind of annoyed that you're not buying a drink. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of annoyed that you didn't have real information. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess we'll go looking for a half orc basket weaver. Hey, make an investigation check. Pandora. It's <laughs> with advantage because I'm helping. We're all helping. Uh, 22. 22, okay. You weave back and forth through the stalls until you see a large half orc man with short hair, like weaving a basket that's sort of like this big, sat on a stall behind one of the. One of the tables. It's got to be him, right? Yeah. yeah. Morning. Morning! I uh, heard you might have seen a creature that's been going around here. I certainly have. Did you see it yourself? I did see it myself. Okay, can you tell me more about it? You're not going to believe this. Try it. It looked like a really small dragon. Does that ring a bell? Uh, make a nature check? Sixteen. There are quite a few different things that... There's, dragons don't typically come in really small sizes unless it's like a, a fairy dragon or a pseudo dragon or something. Um, or like a really, really baby dragon. Um, about how small? Uh, about eight feet in length. It was blue? Yeah. It faced like a crocodile. Huh. And whereabouts did you just see it? Hmm. Points over to the back of 
like the stage area. It was sneaking around there, and there was a crowd of people, and they all started screaming, and this thing just darted through the crowd. Mm. Quickly? Yeah, pretty quickly. And uh, what, was it on all fours, or is it upright, or...? That's the thing, I swear I had more than four legs. With this new information, is this ringing any bells? Make an edge check. Mm. Eight. <laughs> Eight. Um, not really. <laughs> not really. There's definitely some creatures that have more than four legs. And crocodile faces. He's so mad at me Please no. There'd be more statues in Erin if that was the yes. case. <laughs> okay, is there any more information about it you can give us? Mm. Or anyone who works around that kind of area who would have gotten a better view? Go speak to her over there and he gestures through the crowd to one of the people stood at one of the podiums, like talking, debating with the audience. A human woman. Gotcha. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. for your help. No problem. I'm going to flip this guy a silver, because he was nice. <laughs> he had real information. He looks very pleased with that. <clears throat> you hear that she's she's debating whether the city should have an Imperator figurehead at all. Oh god, oh. standing up on the podium and being like, It's an archaic notion. We do not need a figurehead for this city anymore. We are no longer an empire. We have... A republic here in Erin. We have a government. We have elected officials. I say, get rid of the Imperator. She's got a point. Yeah. There's no debate here. <laughs> I mean, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for the Imperator, my mother wouldn't have had a job. Uh, yeah. Let's investigate. This is an argument for another time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you listen to her for about another five minutes before the crowd. Like she sort of thanks people for listening. There was a general like, yeah, they're correct. Um, <laughs> and she, comes, she comes down from the podium and is like, what can I do for you? Creature, have you seen one? They're just like the same <laughs> questioning as we've been doing. Hmm, I certainly have. Tell us about it if you can. Will it hurt my leg? He did. Let's have a look. She pulls up like the bottom of her robe and you see what is clearly a burn scar that Icarus you would have recognized from electricity, from oh. lightning. Oh. As an electricity burn. Yeah, it was just it was just breathing it. Huh. I was thinking it had to be one of these exotic pets that the upper classes walk around with. Where honestly did it come from? Hmm? Where about did it come from? I saw it quite a few times in the square. It nipped in and out of some of the dark alleyways. And where was the last time you saw it? Like, which way did it go? Mmm... She sort of looks around the now busy and completely different looking square mm. and sort of gestures vaguely into one of the corners. Okay. And <sighs> um, would you say that it looked kind of like a small dragon? Mmm... Dragon, maybe? Maybe more like an alligator. Or a wyvern? Or a snake with legs. Snake with legs? How many legs? I think at least eight. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I hate the public so much! <laughs> Great. Can I see that your leg? Sure. Got a healing water leg. 
can't just leave it unhealed. That feels really bad. Thank you for your information. That's five hit points back. <laughs> oh, thank you. That feels much better. Here, take a flyer. She gives you a flyer to the amphitheater where she'll be making this speech to a much larger crowd. Great. Thank you. If we've got any more questions, we'll come back. Will we be around here for long? Mm. Yeah, probably. All right. She does gesture to, as you're leaving, she's like, oh, um, if you're looking for more information, and she gestures to an elven bard standing at the end of one of the rows of of stalls who just seems to be like spinning tails out to not a very large audience <laughs> people walking past as they sort of preach their tails out at the crowd thank you he was here yesterday okay to the bard <laughs> to the bard hi you come to listen only uh, if you got the information about the creature that's been walking around here recently. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I think you do. We've heard that you do, so if you could tell us that would be really appreciated. <sighs> I saw it yesterday. Um, Mighty beast. What did it look like? Blue scales, but... I don't know, nine feet long. Alligator face. Just the head. Just the head. Quite a long neck. It's a bit like a dragon with no wings. Lots of legs? Yeah. Maybe ten or twelve. Where did it go? Bloody millipede by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> you see Orion who's still in his disguise standing behind you just like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so small and he's like, is there anybody who can give us a better idea of what this thing might be? Hmm. There is a cellar somewhere nearby here. Probably not on the main market square because they're a little bit... Shady. Yeah. They often sell magical items made of rare creature parts. Mm-hmm. Um, you can probably find them in one of the back alleys. I'd give you a description, but I've heard they never look the same twice. And then how do you find them? I don't know, look for a table selling magical items in a back alley. Yeah. It's the stock will be the key. Right. Okay, <sighs> come on. Where's that pep in your step? He just nods and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> the bard immediately goes back to spinning poetry of great adventures in the southern jungles that definitely didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> just heads into a back alley and just starts looking for some yeah. s- sellers. Okay, make an investigation check. You help me? <laughs> yes. We are always helping you yep. with a good investigation. Thank God. <laughs> Dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay. It doesn't take you long. The three of you and Orion sort of splitting up for a moment and weaving through a few alleys until you find a half-elf who has got a sort of fold-out table in front of them, sheet thrown over it and a number of items laid out on it, like in a darker alley quite away from the market. Mm-hmm. About medium height, very slender, almost sickly slender, um, black shoulder-length hair tied back in a messy bun and heterochromia with one blue eye and one red. Ooh. Fancy. Face is long and pointed and slightly gaunt. Could be handsome, but 
bit too thin for it. Um, wearing a sort of formal looking dark brown leather armour. Looks relatively undamaged and black cotton underclothes, a hood over the top of it. Watches you very carefully as you come down the alleyway. Mm-hmm. Holds their cloaks sort of tighter around themselves. We've heard talk that you might be in the market for, with uh, exotic creatures. I don't know about exotic creatures. Or that you're at least aware of market bees for magical parts. Are you looking to buy something? Or maybe we know the location of something. I'm listening. Ezekiel, nice to meet you. Pleasure. I'm sure. Anthony. I'm going to take out one of the spare, like, saber-toothed teeth out of my pocket and just flick it towards him. Catches it. They turn it over. Hmm. Interesting. You looking to sell, then? Potentially. Can't interest you in anything I've got here. Information is what we're looking for. Then information you can probably have for a price, if I have it. Ask you questions, I'll see what I can do. I don't know, I'll be the right person. Shame. Yeah. We can take our business elsewhere. Yeah. If you're not even going to ask your questions. Well, I don't know. That blue creature that's been running around here, huh? Dangerous. It's hardly worth trying to sell to someone that might lose stock. Mm. I don't sell creatures. You haven't supply to you, though. Parts. Mm. Have you heard about this blue creature that's been going around? Perhaps heard a thing or two. Like what? Might know some people who know something about where it came from. Or do you know what it is? I don't know exactly what it is. Heard it's been hiding in dark places, likes holes, under the streets, that sort of thing. Hmm. Go down into the sewers and canals. I know what you're trying to do. Work information out with me for free. Don't you want that saber tooth tooth? No enchantment on this. Means nothing to me. Flicks it back to you. Alright, I'm gonna flip him a gold. <laughs> Bites it to make sure it's real. Uh-huh. Tucks it inside their jacket and you see their hand go way deeper into <laughs> the jacket pockets <laughs> than it naturally should. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Didn't hear this from me, but there's a Taverna in the halfway district. Gold gauntlet. Some people around there selling rare animal parts from time to time. Is that your supplier? Maybe, maybe not. And some people have heard some strange noises coming from underneath an abandoned bathhouse in the Arini district. It makes sense if it likes to go underground. Mm. Watch out because it breathes electricity. That's fine, so do I. 
<laughs> I'd like to see it. For a price. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably more than one. What makes you say that? Small, lots of legs. I've heard of something like that, but much bigger. Maybe a hatchling. Ah. What is it? I don't know. You have to look into that yourselves. Not a magical creature expert. But you think it's something's kids? Everyone's saying dragon around the square, aren't they? Mm. Had some people down here buying wards, thinking we'd be about to, about to be attacked by a blue dragon. Do the items on this table seem actually magical? Make a color check. Um, eighteen. Uh, yeah, this seems absolutely like he's selling genuine magic items on his table. I did not expect. Not that. Their table, rather. Is there anything in particular? I have five gold, so show me your wares. <laughs> what can I get for? Not very much. So you set the Delphos <laughs> discount card? <laughs> Doubt it. You see on the table a spell scroll of Chill Touch. You see a set of braces with arrows engraved down all the outside of them. You see a potion which you recognise as a potion of greater healing. A cloak that looks to be made out of some sort of like creature membrane. You see another spell scroll that looks to be of a much higher spell. And you see a long sword that they actually pull out and place on the table, unfold a cloth over the top of it. And it's like a sharp, slightly curved long sword that looks like it's got animal claws like engraved into the handle or perhaps ingrained into the handle. Mm. Sick. See anything that takes your fancy? What kind of prices are these? <laughs> the Twice. sword, they tell you, would set you back twenty-four thousand gold pieces if you want it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Icarus and his five gold like <laughs> the higher level spell scroll. Uh, a spell scroll of mental prison. Oh. 2,500 gold. <laughs> the cloak. A cloak of the bat. 6,000 gold pieces. The greater healing potion. 150. The scroll of chill touch. 20 gold pieces. And the braces. 1,500. I don't think we got any of that, chaps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Why get an expensive potion when we can get it for student discount elsewhere? Mm. We're not going to have that student discount for very much longer. We should buy a lot of potions. Should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep your words, thank you for the information. What's the lowest you would go on this spell scroll? What are you offering? I'll do eight. Eight down from twenty, that's quite the stretch. Eighteen. Eight. Mmm. <laughs> Eighteen. Eight gold, five silver. Thirteen gold. No. Thirteen gold. <laughs> Sixteen. 
Fifteen. No! Fifteen. Okay, you have a deal. Oh, guys! You want it? Yeah, but I didn't need you to pay for it. And they hand across the scroll. <laughs> Pleasure doing business. You see Orion who's standing behind you. Sort of wait for you to be done. Lean over in there. So what's the cloak actually do? You see the Sutler's face puff up. Well, wearing this cloak. Hard to see you in the dark. Harder still to see you in the dim light. And wear it right. Supposedly it can make you fly. <laughs> on top of that you ever wanted to change your form turn yourself into an animal or something like that for a short time cast a spell to do that with this cloak I got eight silver my friend <laughs> you're going then Orion? Orion! <laughs> Orion reaches into a pouch that is not visible in his current disguise and just holds up a pouch of money, looks at the seller in the eye, then look back at him and he goes, I say, drop a grand off it. I'm sort of like, that's quite the haggle. And you see the two of them go back and forth haggling for a moment. <coughs> I'd say you drop a grand off it or be ashamed of the enforcement to find out where your little shop was. I'm giving Ryan advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Their face goes cold and unamused. Is that right, Anthony? Take 500 off. Fine. 500 it is. And he passes over 5,500 gold for the cloak. Jesus, Orion. Gladiator. <laughs> they are minted. Pleasure doing business. Should we go? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Strolls back out of the alleyway with the cloak, bundles it up, puts it into yet another pouch that you can't see. Happy with that, big spender? Yeah, well, gift for someone. Do you ever just feel poor by proximity? Oh yeah. Okay. Every day of my life. Yeah, right? Lucky someone. Maybe. You know, become a gladiator and you can drop that sort of money all the time, so... <laughs> so you should become a gladiator, You should become Chris. a gladiator, Chris. I think you should become a gladiator, Chris. <laughs> feel like that's what's leaning towards, huh? Okay, so where I'm losing track, there's just here, there, everywhere. Where are we meant to be? The bathhouse, the abandoned bathhouse. Okay. Whew. Let's head there. Are you running out of time? She will consult the sun in the sky. <laughs> it does look like Sundial. It's, yeah, it seems to sort of afternoon now. Yeah, she's getting antsy. You can go. 
I feel bad leaving you guys. Don't worry about it. Got it right? Yeah. Don't be careful without me. Yeah, of course. Or well, we can pick this up tomorrow. You got your exam tomorrow. Yeah, I can't come tomorrow. And it would be leave it another night that someone else might get hurt. True. I just... I don't really fancy going straight into this without knowing what this creature is. Yeah, so yeah. maybe an afternoon of a little bit of research? Yeah. You can revise while we research next to you for moral support. Okay. Yeah. And that seller mentioned the tavern, right? Exactly. Then we can go there later tonight when you've done your studying and... Or you don't have to come, the three of us can go. I. I want to, but like, uh, I feel like I'm gonna be up all night revising for this thing. That's okay. That's okay. We can we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Three of us have got this covered. Confidence. You guys go find out what this creature is. Sure. I will meet you at the Girls' Gauntlet Tavern later tonight. Yeah. We'll see you there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you gonna see Damon? I, I could. Give him this. There's a chocolate necklace on You were going to give that to him yourself. I mean, the girl's gauntlet is not that far from his place. Invite him. You should give it to him in person. No, I mean, it's it's in his hand now. Pass it back. <laughs> Take it back. Gives it back to us. You know, I think something that sort of it's just a necklace. Handcrafted should be a personal gift. It's just a necklace. It's a very special necklace made of very special materials. It's, it's cool. It's made from saber to tiger teeth. And a fleece made lion. Yeah. Yeah, you should probably give it to him yourself. <laughs> see you tonight. <laughs> see you later. I'll see if you can come. Please. It's okay. <laughs> Ignore Icarus. <laughs> he waves goodbye to you and heads off across the Agora. Okay. Library? Yeah. The three of you return to the school. Pandora, you gather your revision materials from your room. <laughs> stacks of books. She comes down to the library carrying more books than you're probably going to look at doing all of your investigation. <laughs> Go find some bestiaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you'd know where the bestiary section yeah, is. Particularly if there's anything on, like, I guess, draconic creatures. Mm -hmm. Things that seems to be where. Swords. Yeah, make an investigation check with a phone touch. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you're gonna help. <laughs> Dirty twenty. Yay! Dirty twenty. Okay. You find a bestiary on monstrosities. Monstrosities. Immediately looking <laughs> through this, you find an image of something that looks very similar to the description of. That you were given around the Agora. How many legs does it have? How many legs does it have? Twelve. Oh, oh no! The long snake-like blue scaled body looks somewhat like a wingless blue dragon. Um, it has six pairs of legs, so twelve legs, um, and it's shown in the image like rearing up with some of the legs in the air like arms, teeth open, black curled horns coming forwards, um, the feet themselves each have three toes with huge black claws on them. The description in the book tells you that this is a Bahir. Oh man! 
They are surprisingly quick. They can outrun the typical human. And they get up to 40 feet long. Typically between 1500 and 1800 kilos. Their scales are thick and armored, colored in variations of dark blue, lighter on the underneath. They have long, narrow, crocodilian heads. Is it safe to say then this is definitely a, like, baby one that is walking around? Considering you've been told it's like eight or nine feet long, you definitely get that impression. Uh, You read that their mouths are full of many sharp teeth. And lightning. Um, They can breathe lightning. (laughs) (laughs) They have a seemingly natural rivalry and hatred of normal dragons. They are mostly active during the day. Their diet consists of medium-sized animals like boars, which they just hunt down and eat in one mouthful. Same. In winter months like now, they supposedly hibernate. Oh. Sneaky sneaky. So there might be something going on that's getting them out of hibernation. That's concerning that they're in the city in the first place. Mm-hmm. Notably, you read that Whilst they're not as intelligent as dragons, which you know to be intelligent creatures, mm-hmm. Bahirs can speak in common. Mm. Common draconic. Ooh. Interesting. So, perhaps they're being ordered by someone, or we could try talking to them? Yeah, it's worth it. Let's try. You find some more information? They mate in springtime. They produce between one and four eggs. These are typically buried. There are conflicting reports on how long it takes their eggs to hatch. Um, some say it takes eight months. So springtime to now, you can sort of gather that it might might be a hatchling. Um, the young are driven out of the den soon after hatching, and can be and are born at two feet long, but grow very rapidly. Okay. They start life with six legs and grow more of them as they age. Uh, they grow from two feet long, they grow an additional eight feet per year. That's why no one knew how many legs it had. Mm. Different stages of baby. It's more than one of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. They continue to grow throughout their lifetime. They shed their scales periodically. Like, they shed their skins. At ten years old, they are forty feet long. They typically live in warm and hilly terrain. They make dens in caves, which are often on the sides of high cliffs, or hidden in thickets. They normally also have a territory of around 400 square miles, which you know would be like this whole spit of land that Erin is on. And they're solitary creatures, or they can be found in mating pairs, if they're mating. Um, overall, an adult one of these would be a task for like three dozen people to take on. Uh, but I mean, we got Orion in his cool cloak. He's giving that cloak to someone else, so we got Orion. Yeah, well, I mean, that's. But he's a cool guy. He's very cool. How are you getting on? Mm-hmm. Looks up from my reading. What? You doing okay? Yeah. Do you need anything? She looks a bit frazzled. Water, snacks. Okay. Carrots on. Icarus gets you water and snacks anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you do your reading, you gather all of this information on the Bahir. Is there anything else that you're doing? 
I would like to point out that you started describing it and my brain was like, Randall from... <laughs> it's, it's not a far stretch. Goodness. Yep. <laughs> it's Randall! It's Randall! It's Longboy. <laughs> they nasty. Friend. Yeah, we'll just research and then do some more of our own... Revising <laughs> until it's time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you... So you read on the Bahir, you also learn that it typically slithers on the ground like a snake, but then like can put its legs down and run faster if it needs to. Oh! I don't like that at all! <laughs> and then you sort of flip between passing this book between you doing your own revision, um, lost in your thoughts, until it starts to get dark and Agrippa, the librarian, is like, Are you okay, dears? Can I get you anything else? Final exams. Okay, just letting you know that it's it's past dinner time. It's seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should meet Brian soon. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's go. I guess. Are you, do you want to come? Come on, you've been doing it all day. I might take some books with me. Okay. <laughs> I will lie on them. Again. I will jilt at you, because I can learn how to do that. Not right now. I will learn it over dinner. Maybe I'll enjoy it. I, I don't like the heat. I'll fire a ball to you then. <laughs> okay, enough of that. We should go just out. a sign that says, no magic in the library. <laughs> no friendly fire. No face journeys. Don't make me tap the sign. That's her exact energy. <laughs> we will leave. Okay. Are you walking to the halfway district or are you taking a taxi? What <laughs> taxis are around? <laughs> it's not him! How far away is it? It's all the way near the side of the town. <laughs> yeah. Taxi. Right. Fast one. You pay your one silver. You pay your two silver. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just running out of money on taxis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave all my money back. <laughs> While we're on the taxi, I'll give you both a saber tooth tiger necklace, by the way. Oh, oh. Cute. Yeah. I made them out of the spare ones I took. It's really nice. That's okay. You can do whatever you want with it. I'm about to wear it. <laughs> Tie it around my belt. I got one too. <laughs> and then you got one for Damon. It, we made that together. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you get you get awfully uptight about that, huh? How much longer? <laughs> you slowly head into the halfway district and you head past past Damon's place, further down the street, round the corner. don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Until you pull up outside the Gold's Gaunt Nook Taverna. It's a dingy looking bar with a dirty exterior, adorned with a hanging sign depicting a seagull wearing a tankard on one of its wings. <laughs> oh yeah! You see Orion in his disguise, leaning against the outside. Evening. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah. Starting to worry you weren't coming. Sorry, we got a bit caught up. Do you find out anything else useful? Oh yeah. Yeah. We tell him about this creature. Good. Yeah. Well, I hope there's not an adult one running around anywhere. I feel like... I feel like they would have noticed if there was one under the city. A lot of it's just moved in and... Uh, 
when it gave birth. We'll, we'll figure it, okay? I really hope this does lead to something to do with the smugglers. I'm sorry if it doesn't. It's okay. It'd kind of be good to have an evening off after everything we've been through. And it's just as well we know about it to hopefully start getting rid of them or exactly. keep moving them off elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. You push through the door. The interior is a sort of boxy room about about 40 feet in each direction but poorly lit cramped with more tables that are definitely needed for its very few patrons you walk in the atmosphere in here like just hits you like a brick everybody in the tavern looks around at you entering and doesn't take their eyes off you as you cross over towards the bar the large wine rack in the back corner severely lacking in stock you see two human men and a half-legged woman playing cards towards the back of the room in one corner and at another table a, another person wearing a brown hood face down like on the table itself grumbling and holding a half-empty mug of ale. The bartender is a surly looking half-orc, a few grey hairs and tired sunken eyes just cleaning up a glass. This is a local pub for local people. <laughs> really is. The three people playing cards watch you all the way over to the bar. Watch them back. And then just sort of grumble and turn back to what they're doing. <laughs> Can I help you? Uh, ale? Sure. Anything else? Wine. Just water for me, please. Coming up. Turns around. Pours out the drinks. Slides them across to you. That'll be four copper. Eight or just for all of it. Huge, yeah. Excellent. Love that. Love that for us. Slides <laughs> the back water across to you. You look at it and you're like, doesn't look that fresh. Thanks. <laughs> Continues putting things away. Just cuts the conversation there. Customer service. Mm. It's the mood. Let's <laughs> go get a table. You leave the bar with your drinks and go and sit at one of the many empty tables. <laughs> Do you sit either near either of the two occupied tables or? No! In a separate one. And yeah. there definitely is a separate one. There's another unoccupied corner that four of you can set themselves in. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't sit next to people on the bus. <laughs> you really don't. Especially not in the dodgy part of town. Mm. Yeah. When you sit down and around, it's like, wow. It's a warm welcome, huh? Damon's neighbourhood is really garbage, huh? <laughs> is he coming, by the way? Ah, uh, no, but I told him we'd stop in after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should. Okay, so what do you want to do? I've got to find a place to get this information out, huh? Not that anyone here looks too welcoming. I don't mind going and play cards with those people. Sure. You sure? I mean, that's a friendly enough opener. Yeah, we need information, so... Yeah, or maybe, like, a couple of us can join the... the game. I don't know. It's worth talking to people. No, I agree. 
何時間くらいだよ Take a sip of wine <laughs> How nasty is it? It's pretty cheap It's not the most disgusting wine you've ever tasted But It's two coppers It's two coppers I'll go Walk over to the folks Playing cards And shoot y'all a glance if anyone wants to come with The three of them Look up at you as they approach Hey, room for one more? One of the humans sort of rolls his shoulders Sure. Cool. Appreciate it. Nice. Nice to meet you. Fighting. Nice to meet you too. <clears throat> Stop stealing you in mm -hmm. to the card game. Play some random cards before I start probing for information. After a, a round or two, the other man looks up at you. Haven't seen you here before. I've been here before. Just kind of. I'm assuming the three of you didn't come in your uniforms. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I've just come into possession of some things recently. What sort of things? Uh. uh creature that was unusual. I've got some of its teeth. Heard there's places around these parts where, you know, people can deal with those sorts of things. Have you now? <laughs> Deals another hand. You two, are you still back at the table? Make a perception check. Ten. Um, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty, okay. Pandora, you find yourself slightly dazed from revision or <laughs> a little uneasy being in here as you watch Maze across the room and try not to try not to spot. Like, try not to be spotted looking. Um, but you do see the person in the hood at the other table just like mumbling to themselves. Icarus, you notice that behind the wine rack in the corner, there's clearly what is another door. Nudge Pandora and point out the door. Nudge Icarus and point at the mumbling man. <laughs> Maze. Yes. Make a intelligence check for the cards. What's the light of hand? 16 for intelligence. Okay. Um, okay. With slight of hand, it would have been 22. <laughs> but I'm not cheating. Yeah. Okay. You win a round. Oh. Yeah. They take the cards back, uh -huh. shuffle them, start dealing them out again, watching you carefully. And uh -huh. You notice now, glancing back towards the people you came in with, mm -hmm. suspiciously as to why you've come over to the table. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to absent-mindedly on the table, draw out the thieves count symbol for friend. Ooh. <clears throat> you see... Just with my fingers, like, back and forth, just... 
while I'm waiting for the next brand card. Let's see if they notice you. Okay. You see the halfling mm-hmm. move her hand and makes the same mark. Okay. And then just kind of like glancing in her direction. I guess whatever the closest symbol to like help would be. Or like information. She looks up at the other two men, looks between them and says, why don't we play a little game? Carver's fine. Some information for our friend here. We can help him out if they win some more card games. Win a few more rounds. Okay. You're on. Carver's the bigger of the two men sits back and is like, Mm. fine. One win. One question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you going to attempt to cheat? No. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> Intelligence check? Yeah. Natural 20. Ooh, 22. Nice. Ooh, they got an 18. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> we for another round. They watch your hand carefully to make sure you're not cheating and you win anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Fine sits back. Fair is fair. You can ask a question. I lean into Pandora and be like, is there any way you can message Maze about the door? She will lean into her hands. Mm-hmm. And message maze. There's a hidden door behind the wine rack behind the bar. Mm. Where's the hidden door go? <laughs> Downstairs into Condu's place. I'm assuming that's where you can exchange parts. So one question, one win. Deals another hand. Wasn't a question, it's just an assumption. You still playing? I'm still playing. Oh lord. <laughs> Maze make a perception check. 19. 19. You glance back over at the door. Mm-hmm. And you can see through the holes where there's no wine bottles in the brack, written in thieves' cant on the door. Mm-hmm. Password before entry. Okay. What was your. Uh, oh, you didn't roll an intelligence no, check? No, I haven't yet. Okay. Roll another no. intelligence check for the next round of cards. Nine. Nine. Carvers wins the next round with a 24. Okay. Dang. <laughs> I suppose I should probably be rolling for all three of them playing cards, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, I've realised that you're, you're playing three other people. No, that's so hard! <laughs> Carver still wins. Yes, a lot. <clears throat> you're still willing to play? Yes. <laughs> okay. 
takes out a small pouch of money, flicks a gold onto the table. Raising the six, huh? Put a gold down. Might as well for a friend. Four gold replaced in the centre of the table. Oh god, god! Are you two doing anything else? Orion leans over and is like, should we do something? Or do something else, take advantage of this time? I don't know. Okay, go see what that guy's mumbling. And what, without drawing any attention? They seem to be preoccupied. They seem to be preoccupied with me, right? Yes. Yeah, they seem busy. Covertly stand, slide steady at the table with the. Make a stealth check. Oh Christ! Not a disadvantage. I'm not, not in my armor. Hey! Nat twenty to twenty three. Nice. You stand from the table, and you notice they're all just engaged in flipping the coins out. You can see clearly now there's gold on the table as Mayor's plays cards. Oh no. <laughs> Make your way over to the other table, where there is a hooded man in this brown hood head sort of hanging down, clutching onto this glass, which is a little bit f- further empty now. And mumbling to himself. Most of it, as you approach, is incoherent, mm-hmm. but make a, um, make a perception check. Um, 17. He's slurring and he's just mumbling out something, something, dog. Don't remember fucking what was it. Assholes. Some dog. (laughs) 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 He seems to be mumbling over that. He seems to be trying to remember something. Want to give him a little nudge and give him a tiny bit of guidance to remember? <laughs> <laughs> you give him a nudge and immediately. Who the hell are you? Um. Igorous. Igorous. Yeah, close enough. Would you want Igorous? I was just coming to join you. Look how I need lonesome over here. Taps the glass on the table and drinks some more. You can see that his face is sort of bruised. He looks like he's been beaten up recently. Slide my my ale towards him. Eyes light up. Sort of blurry. Reach for the other ale. So nice that, friend. Uh, no worries. About that dog. Have you seen a dog around here? Dog. Probably a dog downstairs. Downstairs. Mm. What through the door? Something dog. Fucking password. Pandora, you see the bartender, the half orc, oh no. watching Icarus at the table with this man very carefully. She'll lean into her hands again and cross <laughs> message Icarus. Be careful, you're being watched. I'm sure there's nothing to worry about. You'll get back as well. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to worry about, Hagaris. Yeah. Maze, are you attempting to shoot? Is, is it Chris's conversation with this man like causing a little bit of a kerfuffle that the others are like slightly less zeroed in on me? The card players have 
not notice that everyone's just gone over to the table. Not at all. Not but do they seem a little bit more relaxed now that we've been playing a few rounds together? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna cheat. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> get a maze. Natural 20, 26! <laughs> One of them got 25. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god! One of them got a natural 20, 25. Oh! oh my god. I thought you cheated. <laughs> Thanks, Steph. Thanks, Steph. Yeah, it was one of Steph's was mine as well. <laughs> Steph on Steph. The real one. <laughs> this is Steph on Steph violence. <laughs> It comes very, very close. You and the halfling are almost drawn, but you're like one point ahead of them as the round finishes. Get going. Gold's yours. Pushes the four gold over to you. <laughs> and I think that's another question, Carvis. Hmm. Ask away, fair's fair. What's the password? <laughs> to the door. Hair of the dog. Appreciate it, thank you. Hmm. Leave you guys to your game. Nothing untoward, swear it. Sure. <laughs> sure, Jack. Yeah, we trust you. Give you a nod. Give a little, like, appreciative wink. <laughs> the three of them watch you return to the other table and go back to their card game. Yep. Start moaning amongst them about gold lost and cold smacks five and is like, oh, forget about it, it's not that important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I catch Icarus's eye, I'll give him a little, like, thumbs up and I'll just go sit back with Pandora and Orion. Oh, good. Oh, I've got the password to get us downstairs, so. Great, great work. Thanks. <laughs> However, I think our friend over at the bar is watching us carefully. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I will make one of the, like, bid my adieu of this <laughs> drunken chap mm-hmm. and head back over to these guys. The half orc's eyes stare me the whole time. I give him a friendly wave. So what's the line here? Well, I've got the password, so I guess we just go downstairs. What, we have to sneak past this guy? I think I've got a plan. Was another trick. You sure you want to do this right now? You haven't got your armor with you. We've got the information. We can come back tomorrow. Yeah, you're right. I'm ahead of myself. I know this is frustrating, but no, 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 it's smart. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, we finish up our drinks and uh, be on our way. Yeah, let's do that. Let's try and keep the bartender on, so I'll drop myself or something as we go past. Great. Before you stand up, you drop the half walk of silver. Continues to watch you silently. Takes your dirty glasses and watches you all the way to the sink. <laughs> <laughs> then the four of you step out of the tavern back into the street, and it's like, <gasps> feel this tense atmosphere just drop away as you're outside. Damn! <laughs> that was a place. Sure was. I want gold at cards. Good God. Sick. Good for you. you. Guys, hang on. 
I'll give you a gold each. No, that's your winning. I'm giving you a gold each. No. <laughs> Including Orion. You paid for my spell scroll. I'm gonna like put in your pockets a gold each if you won't let me. <laughs> Orion is like, don't you come near me. I won't put any in Orion's pockets. <laughs> Thank you, sir. But I know that Icarus needs some money. Right, should we go have a much more relaxed drink of Damon's and un unwind yes. and discuss what you found out? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's just around the corner. This has been a tense few days. It really has. I need such a like I need such a massage. Where is Sasu right now? She'll be here in a while. Who's that? May's girlfriend. Yeah. Oh. That May's invited to the dance that we've got at the end of the school year. Yes. That's cute. Hmm. Isn't Thank it? You. Cute. She's dance. cute. She's very cute. She is very cute. Okay. <laughs> For this gets weird. <laughs> the Damon's place. Yeah. He will lead you back to Damon's insular apartment building. Through the gate, back up the stairs. Mm -hmm. And knock, knock, knock. As the disguise just drops away. <laughs> you hear grumbling on the inside. <laughs> heavy shifting around. And Damon opening the door with obvious bedhead once again, <laughs> even though it's like ten o'clock at night now. I respect that. It's me. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. But he's not undressed this time. <laughs> Hi. Evening. Oh, my favorite people. Come on in. How are you feeling? Do I believe him when he said that? It's <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> 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 I'm okay. Healing up? Getting there. Mm -hmm. It's still gonna be a while, but... Yeah, you should take some time just for yourself. Time is money, you know. Yeah. Please, inside, sit down. Yeah, yeah. sure. <clears throat> I see Orion has volunteered my place to you as a secret hideout for the evening. <laughs> it's not like that. <laughs> well, we were just at the Gulls Gauntlet and I think that we barely escaped with our heads. Yeah. It's fine. What were you doing there? Trying to get some information. Yeah. Dodgy place. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah, I don't. Go messing around with places like that. No, no, it's, it's cool. It's cool. They're, They're fine. I was with them. <laughs> Thank right. you. Like, Flops down when Damon's bed and gets comfortable with his head. This guy's gone now. Besides, <clears throat> we needed to do it. It's not any more dangerous than any of the other stuff we've done. True. Yeah. True. It's been a tense time, what with everything that's been going on. Do you want some, I don't know, wine or tea or something? Wine, please. Yeah? Tea, please. Sure, I can do that. And then you head into the kitchen. Ryan loves you there on the bed. So, what did you find out? That, oh god, what was the name of the guy? The Kandu. It's Kandu's place? Is what's underneath the bar? Kandu's place. Make a perception check. 19. Okay, I did mean that for all of you. Oh, very okay, good. <laughs> Uh, 15. Uh, 19 as well. Okay, uh, all here, all three of you hear something clatter in the kitchen. Strategy is odd. 
And everything okay? Yeah, it's fine. Do you want some help? Pandora will go in. He's just like, yeah, it's fine. He's picking up like where he spilled some of the tea. No. Just gonna help him. Thanks. But let, let me do it. You go rest. You sure? Yeah. Thank you. This demon look flushed like he may have recognized the name when he comes back in. Maybe an insight check. May I also? El- Eleven. You can. My god! You also rolled three. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no then. <laughs> um, he's grumbling. He's just grumbling, okay. Yeah. Ryan's like, I don't know the name. No, me neither. Me neither. But, um, the halfling that I was playing cards with, she seems friendly and managed to strike up the deal with, if I wander around, I got information, so I know the password to get down there now. Okay. That's great. Whatever down there is, right? (laughs) Yeah, I tried to see if they would imply if it was what we heard it was, but they weren't really buying it. So if it is what we think it is. If it is, if it is what we hope it is, mm-hmm. some kind of like, animal Trading. base. Yeah. yeah. It still doesn't quite line up with the. What's it called? The Bema. Bahia. Bahia. Could have escaped from there. Exactly. Like they might have information. Maybe they were selling the eggs or. And it takes eight months for them to hatch, right? And they mate in the spring, which gives so them... So it would be around now. Yeah. Yeah, so if they were, they had the eggs to sell, but then the eggs hatched and they weren't expecting it. Maybe. How far away is the, uh... The bathhouse from here? The abandoned one? Um... They said the Arini district, that's like... One district over? Okay, that mm-hmm. tracks. Because then if they're traveling through underground, then... Yeah. They might have fled from the... The market. Okay. Well, Bathhouses like normally have an underground, right? Where they for the water or the yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're gonna try and take down this underground animal rink brand by Kondu, or are we just gonna try and take down these huge creatures? Well, I mean, they're only doing what's coming naturally to them. They just I know, but they're endangering people. I know, yeah. like we could really relocate them, ideally. I mean, they can't speak common. Exactly, we could just talk to them. But more importantly, we need to find out if these poachers have anything to do with it. And, you know, an underground animal selling ring seems like a pretty good lead for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, see if they're the same people, and then if they're the same people, you have the information you need. And then go and deal with the creatures and just make sure that nothing dangerous is going to happen. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. How are we gonna get in there? Someone just tracks the barkeeper. He was pretty vigilant. I don't think I could do that. And then, I mean, Maze is pretty good, pretty good at sneaking, but I don't know if I'd want you to go down on your own. No. I mean, surely if we just say the password to the barkeeper, we can get through. That's the whole point of it, right? Potentially. It's, I don't know, it's worth a try. It's a pretty big risk. 
their if their bar is the front for yeah yeah it then never, they're in on it I'm, right I'm, I'm, I don't know I've never done anything illegal before. <laughs> It seems likely. And if not, I can write a little note in the criminal language and see how they respond to it. That it might even be like worth more. Yeah. I hate this, but I like, need you guys to keep this from Lorikai as well. I hate keeping things from him. Okay. Yeah, that's easy and enough. In the meantime, there's what, a Bahir hatchling running around in the city? Yeah, multiple. multiple. Oh. I can't in my right mind leave that. No. Mm-mm. Well, you have an exam in the morning, I know. so. What time is it? Like 11 o'clock. <laughs> she needs to leave. <laughs> yeah, she's getting very antsy. We can go back home. Yeah, it's getting really late. I need to sleep. Sure. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, before we leave, Nicholas. Yeah. Okay. Passing the tooth over to Damon. Mm-hmm. He sits up from where he's also flopped on the bed. <laughs> uh, what's this? Uh, it's just a necklace. There was this beautiful lion, way bigger than normal one should be. It's mm. part of its mane. One of its teeth. I was a tooth from one of the saber saber tooth cats. For me? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Thanks. That's okay. Don't know why I did deserve this, but. It's kind of practical too. I just spent some time with it. Alright. Sure. You're a cool guy, Damon. Yeah, you guys are alright. <laughs> I think we're gonna keep running into each other, so. Yeah. Strange circumstance to make friends through, but glad it happened. Any more weird dreams? Um. No. I haven't seen any red strings either since no. the arena. Maybe solved it. Yeah. Sure. It doesn't look hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> either way, we will get out of your hair. Sure. Yeah. You guys need to come back here. You're doing dodgy shit down at the girl's gauntlet that I can't talk you out of. Then you can always come here. Thanks. Thanks. I'm probably trying to do some research on this conduit person. We'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. Ah, we got this. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Cool. We'll see you around, kids. See you around. Good to see you. Let's try and get a taxi back. Super well. And Ryan says goodbye at the door. He's like, yeah, I live like way in the other direction, so I'm probably just going to crash here, but... <laughs> You just decided that. Yeah, yeah. Nothing told David. David doesn't get a choice. No. <laughs> you need me... You can message me? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Good. I'm, I'm glad this seems to be going somewhere. Um, please don't get yourself killed. <laughs> Thank you for your help on this. 
Yeah, I don't know if I helped that much, but... No, you did. You did. Thanks. See you soon, then. Keep me updated. Yeah. Will do. Good luck on your exam. Thanks. Check out the hug. <laughs> he hugs you back and just sort of squeezes you this time. And says, you're gonna do great. I know you're gonna do great. Wish I knew that. <laughs> well, let some other people do the knowing for you. You just concentrate on the actual exam. Yeah. Yeah. Ruffles your hair slightly. Oh. Hey. <laughs> See you soon. See you soon. Mwah. <laughs> Good night. Get out of here. <laughs> you are able to secure a taxi back after walking a couple of blocks. <sighs> That's two silver Oh my god! <laughs> All my silver gone. Sick. How much money do you have now? You got I've got eight gold and three copper. Okay. One gold, three silver, three copper. <laughs> One gold, two silver, three copper. Nice. This is why I gave you each a gold. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 15. <laughs> you guys have one gold each. Eight gold. We're not, we can't keep any of the money we find. I mean, I gave my money back. <laughs> Dumb of ass. I felt bad. The three of you clamber back onto a taxi, you pay your silver, you get back across the city in about 40 minutes. It's nearly midnight. The three of you part separate ways and head back to your dorm rooms. And you go to sleep. Thankfully, no dreams. Pandora, you wake with the sun, your curtain opened. Your exam is starting in an hour and a half. Oh no! And that is where we're gonna look. <laughs> oh no! Real life exam panic. Yeah. Oh no, baby. Oh, baby. I can't believe I've made a D&D show in which you're gonna have to roll for exams. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate it. I hate the chance of it so much. God. Well. <laughs> Doesn't matter how smart your character actually is. If a die says no, then fuck you. Ugh. Oh, that was fun. They're here. They're here. They're here. But what now? Are you ready to beface that next time? You bet. <laughs> you beself. <laughs> mm. Well, thank you guys so much for playing. Thank, thank you for playing. playing. <laughs> and thank you to. Hang on. Wait, oh. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you to Maddie for Ezekiel. Oh, shady. Shady seller in the alleyway. Shady, shady. <laughs> shady. I'm sure they will be back to do some more shady business with oh. you. I mean, when we have thousands of gold, I would love to buy some wares. <laughs> they have good wares. They have good wares. Ezekiel has wares if you have coin. <laughs> I, I wish I had coin. <laughs> oh, I need to learn my new spells for Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah. Okay, wow. thank you guys for playing. Thank you everyone so much for watching. Until next time, we are Next Rising, and we love you. We'll see you on Wednesday. Love you! Hey friends, it's Maze. What a day of twists and turns today was, and there can only be more trouble to come following this road. Don't forget about our Life of the Party fan art competition. 
There's still some time to enter by September 1st, and three chances to win a Dawnbringers enamel pin and a badge pack. Check the description for details. We can't wait to see what you come up with. Special thanks as always to our executive producers, Caitlin Ferguson, Alexandra Johnson, Liam Moran, Adira A, Emily Hogarth, Lissa, and Steph Sharp. Until next time, stay out of trouble, and we'll see you on Wednesday. <laughs>